Greetings and welcome to The Marriage Chronicles. This is your girl Naila, and because I am unaware of what time you're listening to this, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you. So today for me is Tuesday, April 13th, 2021, and what I want to come to you all and talk about today, I am actually off of work. I'm, I'm actually able to relax, which is something I have not been able to do in quite some time now. Um, but I decided to take a little break um, from anything extracurricular. Um, so outside of the word of God and just y'all... I have taken a break from extra <laughs> this week, um, taking it easy. Um, I had a trip that I was supposed to be going on with my mentor, um, with the group. Um, and so, yeah, I was supposed to be gone all weekend. I was supposed to leave on Thursday uh, evening and be gone all the way through Sunday. So I took off some time from work. And at first, I wasn't going to actually keep that time off from work. I was going to actually go ahead and work and just save that PTO. But I started to thinking I could really get some things done with that time. That would give me a really good, that would give me a chance to, you know, uh, rest up a little bit more, get a little bit more done. So then when I'm looking around, I'm not seeing my desk uh, cluttered downstairs. I'll be able to have more of a clear mind and be able to work more efficiently and effectively. And then my room, uh, I need to get my closets um, organized and get some things thrown out that I'm not wearing, not going to wear, can't fit, whatever. Um, so yeah, so anyway, you guys, so I'm, I'm sitting here and doing something most unusual. I am resting. I am just laying here in my bed. I got off work and I've just been chilling. Um, my daughter doesn't get off till nine o'clock tonight. So that gives me time to just chillax, right? So I was laying here minding my own business about to get on, uh, my Bible app and, and, uh, read. And I happened to see the trailer for son of god i think that's what it's called i can go back and refer to it let me see i believe it's son of god uh or whatever it's a trailer you guys inside of my bible app a trailer see this is the reason why i need to go back i need to go on back to my physical word because this little app got too much going on like sometimes i don't know if you all have the same issue um with your bible app i'm trying to see which app this is that i use this is uh it just says the holy bible okay so anyway so the bible app that i have you guys um it got too much going on and then it's misleading 
some ways because, you know, um, there are times that I am just trying to uh, get get in my word and read, you know, some things. And what will happen is I'll get on here and I'll like be trying to look up a specific scripture that I know exists in the Bible. I might just not know what exact verse is found in or what what uh, book of the Bible is found in. So I will go and I will look for, I'll look up the, the actual scripture. I'll put in like words from the actual scripture and it will not come up with an actual verse. All it will come up with is Bible plans within in 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 here. And I that really gets on my nerves because then I have to go look it up uh, in Google or something like that if I'm looking for something specific and I want to do it quickly. So I don't like that about the Bible app. I don't like that there are so many distractions within the Bible uh, app because we have so many distractions anyway you know, going on in life to where, uh, it's, it's really hard sometimes to focus, uh, and to get into the word. So anyway, so I get on here trying to mind my own, my own business. So I see son of God, uh, official trailer, uh, uh, for a movie or whatever. So I decide, okay, it's only two something minutes long. I'm gonna go through here and I'm gonna, um, just look at it and see, what this is right so I'm looking at it and I just get annoyed because to me I wish someone would come out with a movie about Christ that does not portray him as soft beautiful soft-spoken because he was he was just he was none of those things I don't understand what Bible people are reading was he loving yes but do y'all know the description of love it doesn't say anything in there about, I mean, it has compassion and things like that, but y'all, does that mean that he had to be soft and soft-spoken to be loving and kind? No. And he didn't walk around like that constantly. Um, I really get confused sometimes when I see uh, the way uh, uh, Jesus was depicted, the way that the Bible is translated sometimes, the things that people say, um, because if, uh, now I know that a lot of people will say, well, yeah, you go to Revelations and there is a description of him there. What are we talking about? We're talking about the hair of wool that's white as snow and the, the flaming eyes? No. Come on, you guys. If anything, that's more of a supernatural um, description of him when he's coming back. That was, that is not what he looked like walking around every day doing miracles and things like that. That's not, that's not, I don't know why people think that that's what he looked like when he was on this earth. 
from my understanding. Now, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm just simply reading the Bible. That's all I'm doing. So as soon as I saw what he looked like and stuff, I'm like, that is not what the Bible says. You would be shocked. Well, some people would be shocked at how he was described. Okay. Let me break it down for you a little. Okay. If you go to Isaiah 53, 2, then, then, then this is where we're going to get into the description of Jesus. And it doesn't, it doesn't give you anything. Uh, it doesn't, it doesn't. Now there might be other scriptures I need to go in and look through, but one of the things that I do know, I might not, uh, know based off of this scripture uh exactly what he looked like but i can tell you exactly what he didn't look like he wasn't beautiful okay he was not beautiful he was not attractive okay let's go to isaiah 53 uh 2 this is what it says I'm going to go to one first, okay, because we're just going to read it in, in its entirety. Um, not the whole chapter. We're going to go down to verse 9, but let's start at 1. Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. Okay, so let's go back and... Let me sit up. So let's go back in time. And let's think about how Jesus Christ came into the picture. Okay? Now, if we think about it, Jesus came <laughs> in a place that would not be fitting for a king. He came in a in just in a place that that you would say is dry because you know he didn't have a whole bunch and everything and you know I've had people who are big on on um uh Christianity and prosperity the prosperity movement break things down to me and say Jesus was rich Jesus was rich. Do you know how much, you know, money he had? Do you know when the wise men came and gave this and that? It was thousands of millions of just, you know, I've had people do this. I don't say anything because I know it's going to be an argument. So I let them say what they're going to say. And it's true. Maybe what they brought him, frankincense and myrrh and all those different things, Yes, yes, that stuff that they brought him was very much so, um, it was, it was pretty costly, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking how he came about, how he came into the world. He came into the world and they didn't even have their own place. Okay. They had to get up and flee and try to go and be hidden or whatever. They didn't have stuff a whole bunch of stuff and he wasn't born into this big kingdom no he was born in a dry 
place. And that's what this says in verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. Now, you guys, I know y'all see these movies where you could dang near lust over Jesus if you wanted to in these movies because they make him so beautiful. They make him muscular sometimes, like a six-pack, all this different. You know, they make they make Jesus look like look like a model, like a supermodel, right? That's not what the word of God says. Now, argue with me if you want to, but this is what the Bible says. Now, I have not, I'm sure there is so much in the Bible that I have not, that I have not read and that I've not seen or whatever, whatever, um, even though I've read the Bible through, but that doesn't mean I'm going to remember everything. So there's probably something where someone can say something differently, but I'm reading the word of God and this is Isaiah 53, 2. I'm still in two, you guys. It says he hath no form nor comeliness comeliness means attractiveness like something someone who's attractive or cares about the way that they look and things like that right this is saying that Jesus didn't have a form nor comeliness he was not attractive and when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. No beauty. No beauty. So all these, 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 these um, movies out here that looks like Jesus could be in a Pantene commercial. It's a lie. It's a lie. Anything that Hollywood puts out anyway, you're going to have to really look at and be like, okay, this is what Hollywood is painting him as, then you know you should know it's a lie. Okay, so uh, there is no beauty that we should desire him. So think about how people used to treat him in the Bible. Think about it. If Jesus was fine, y'all, if he was fine, he'd have had women falling at his feet. He'd have had so many problems. If he'd have came and he was fine. And then on top of that, guess what, y'all? If he came in that form, even men don't want to be around some some men. Some men are just like, I don't care what he look like. But some men don't want to be around somebody ugly. Or I'm not saying that Jesus was ugly, but it says there was no beauty. So what's, if there's no beauty, then what's left? You know, um, but... There's some men that will not travel with somebody that won't be around somebody, won't just walk up to somebody who's just like, don't care about the way they look and want to dap him up and be close to him and be cool with him. If he's walking around looking busted, people aren't going to be quick to run up to, because people are attracted, you know what I mean, to people who are nice looking or who, you know, keep themselves up. Now, I don't know. It doesn't say anything 
about um, the way that he smelled or anything like it doesn't say anything about that but if he doesn't care about his appearance he doesn't really care about those kind of things then he could have had a nappy beard he could have had uh, matted hair who knows I don't know I'm just reading what Isaiah 53 says let's go a little further um so yeah, so so yeah, I'm still in 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 uh two where it says there's no beauty that we should desire him. Did nobody desire? It says nobody desired. It's it come on, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised and rejected of men. So like I was just saying, y'all, you know what I mean? It's probably looking at him like, come on, man. You can't comb your hair, man. You can't. Come on now, man. You know, he is despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. Now, in the in the movies that I see, and I don't know if you all can agree, but in the movies I see, Jesus is very like, he seems like he has a very pleasant you know, face, and he's very just like nice in the way that he speaks, and you know, and he's just he seems like life is life is good for the most part until he gets to the cross, you know what I mean? But this says he's a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, that's what it says, y'all, and we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. We didn't think highly of him. We esteemed him not. That's what it's saying. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. So yeah, that's probably why he was associated with griefs and sorrows because he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Think about it. If you were a person who was going around, no matter how much supernatural power you had on you, if you were going around and you were having to be around all these people who were either sick or dead or demon-possessed, that doesn't sound like a life where you're going to be sitting around smiling and, oh, yeah, just, you know what I mean? It's going to wear on you in some kind of way, even if he is supernatural. Now, come on now. We can't say that, that he was completely supernatural and not human because this is the same. This is the same God who came in the form of a man who, um, who, um, this is the same uh, God who came into the form of a man who was tempted by Satan because he was hungry. Now, if he was just all spirit and no, no being, no human, he wouldn't have been hungry after that fast. He was hungry after he fasted 40 days and 40 nights like any person would have been. Like any person would have been. Right? All right. He had the same... You know, I he had the feelings of a person. 
it wouldn't have been fair if he came down here and he was just God. If he was really all just nothing but supernatural and he didn't feel the same things that we feel, then tell me, why did he, before he got to the cross, sweat blood because he was grieving over what he was going to have to go through and he was dreading it and even asked God to please remove this cup from me. Don't make me have to go through this. Come on now. Like we have to really um, think about this. We have to think about this. Okay. So uh, let's see. But he was wounded. Let's see. Uh Oh, sorry. Let me go back. Yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of God and afflicted God smote him God made him go through that you guys all right so I'm sure that Jesus on top of him having that very human moment um, in the garden of Gethsemane he also had other moments where he was just like, man, God, man, father, you say you love me. Why would you want me to go through this? There couldn't have been another way for you to get them. Like, who knows? He could have had, he could have had, I'm not saying he did because there's no, there's nothing documenting him being that way. But let's also look at the fact that from the age of 12, to 30 we don't have anything else in the bible concerning christ so we don't know how he lived and really what type of of man he was outside of discipling outside of you know what i mean that that time period we don't have any other uh knowledge of him other than what we see there and other than what we're gonna see when he comes back right Okay, so, and sorry if you hear some noise. My son is in the other room uh, being loud. He's got something going on. I don't know what it is. But anyway, okay, moving on. Um, but he was wounded for our transgressions, for our wickedness, y'all. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities, our our wickedness, our iniquities, our wrongdoings, our sins, y'all. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. I'm going to say that again. <laughs> The chast, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. So it's like chastisement in case you're unaware of what that is. It's like the act of scolding or punishing someone. So it's like <laughs> God was chastising. Hey, for our peace, for the sake of our peace, it was upon him, you guys. Now, I don't know. 
y'all read the Bible for yourself get in, and see if you get interpretation of these things because this is just me and what I'm studying. You should never look at what someone else is studying and say, well, this person said this and I'm going to follow this. Get in there and read it for yourself. Okay? Um, so, um, and with his stripes, we are healed. With every, every, every single oof slash of y'all oh my gosh every single whip that they did that was for our healing y'all that was for our healing and with his stripes we are healed he took on sickness and all these things for us <laughs> All we, like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord had laid on him the iniquity of us all. Can you admit? Oh, Jesus. That's a lot of wickedness. That's a lot of, like, this scripture's got my eyes welling up. He went through so much. And the crazy thing is he knew he was going to go through it. So imagine how much stress that puts on a human body. He could have had dark circles under his eyes, anything. He could worry. He could, he could have fear. It shows that, that he could have fear. Because he feared going to the cross in that moment. He feared going to the cross. He had human feelings. So if he had human feelings and we see when presidents get up in the White House and when they get in there, they're all dark haired and luscious and nice looking. And by the time they get out of office, they look old and gray. They have shown us presidents that age rather quickly. The age is shown on their faces. Shown on their faces. Can you imagine all the things that they have to see? Now, all the things that a president would have to see, know, hear, dress that would put on a president. Now, think of what Jesus had on him, which was the 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 of us all y'all that's a lot of that's a lot of oh jesus 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 that's a lot of us all you guys of us all of us all hold on my phone is doing some things of us all you guys that's a lot Mm. Iniquity, you guys. Iniquity. Oh, Jesus. Wickedness. Immorality. Evil. Sin. He came. Does that seem fair? He came and lived a sinless life just to have sin thrown upon him 
everyone's sin. Can you think of all the sins out there? We don't even know all the sins because people are creating sins. There is sins that you would not even think of. Bestiality, people having sex with, with animals. <laughs> Come on. We have, we have adultery, fornication, abortion. Y'all, killings, murders, come on. Y'all, idolatry. Y'all, I can't, I can't even think of everything there is to think of when it comes down to wickedness and sinfulness. But he had all of that placed upon him. And you mean to tell me this man was walking around looking like a Pantene commercial? Not so. Not so. I wish someone would come out with a movie about Christ that that just seems biblical. Because the way that they have him in the... He looked awful soft, you guys. Very soft. And smiley-like. And son of God. Y'all look, uh, I don't know if y'all can find this trailer, but it's called Son of God. And, and, and he's awful soft looking. I just, that just don't seem very likely how they portrayed him. And it's how they do movie after movie after movie after movie. I've never seen, I'm not saying they're not out there, but I've never seen a movie that really depicted Christ as more biblical based. I'm just seeing what people want to paint the picture as. And Hollywood has been painting the picture, the same picture for years, and nobody has dared to change it. And I'm sure if you are on a, a pretty high scale, you're not going to be able to really come out with anything that's really Bible based. You're going to go with what's accepted. What's acceptable to everybody else. What they're used to seeing. You know what I mean? So, let's see. I'm not done, you guys. I'm not, I'm not done. He was oppressed. And he was afflicted. I know people, people look at this like, that, that stuff didn't happen until he got on the cross, y'all. That did, you know, no. No, he had to. Y'all, he had to take on a lot as he was walking. As he was going through his life. Because he was doing certain things. He was healing people. He was doing certain things on the Sabbath. People were mad at him. People were, you get what I'm saying? He was enduring a lot. So he didn't, they didn't wait till he got on the cross to, to, to insult him, to try to harm him. I'm sure every day he had to um, be cautious of where he laid his head. And he had to have people around him like like killers, like the disciples, like some of the disciples were around him that could guard him. Because people hated him. If you think about now, think about nowadays. Think about nowadays. You have people hating presidents. They have to have people around them guarding them, you guys, because people don't like every decision that the presidents make. So if you have somebody out here like Jesus who is saying that 
he is, you know, professing to be the son of God and that he's healing people and that he's not demonic. And, you know, I'm sure there's people who was like, oh, he's, oh my goodness. What was that when they said he, um, Beelzebub, ain't that the name? Uh, and Jesus had to confront them by saying that a kingdom cannot be divided amongst itself. So there's no way that he could be coming and and using satanic rituals and, and things, come on, to heal people and do things like that. If he was doing that, then the kingdom would fall because it's divided. Anyway, okay, y'all, I'm, I'm getting really uh, deep into this. Um, I, don't, I, I didn't come on here to get deep. I just came on here just to talk about the Son of God. Y'all, that's all I came on here to talk about. That's all I came on here to talk about. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know this is the Marriage Chronicles. I know you guys, but um, <laughs> I'm sorry if you was coming on here to hear about some marriage, okay? Because I was just sitting here minding my own business and I had to get on here and speak up, okay? I had to say something. I had to say something, okay? <laughs> Y'all, we're more than just spouses, okay? So bear with me. Do you love Jesus? Do you love the Lord? Come on now. We can we can bear listening uh, to this about God and everything else, okay? That's our that's that's our husband because we are we're the church, right? Okay, so let's talk about our husband, uh, God, Jesus Christ, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Let's talk about, let's talk about this three in one. Okay, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Jesus. Let's talk about Jesus being being our husband. Okay, that's that's who we talking about today. We talking about our husband. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. If you're part of the body of Christ, that's your husband. Okay, here we go. Okay, y'all, y'all see how I tried to tie that off in there? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> all right. Um, he is brought as a lamb to the slaughter, Mm-mm-mm. and as a sheep before her shears is dumb, so he openeth not his mouth. Do y'all remember, do y'all remember when he was like, when they were asking him questions and they were, what do you have to say for yourself and blah, blah, blah. And Jesus just stood there. He ain't had nothing to say. Do y'all remember that? That's what they talking about when they say, um, uh, dumb because you, you know, dumb is, you can't speak, you know, whatever, whatever. Um, so, um, and as a sheep before her shearers is dumb. So as a sheep doesn't talk to the to the shearers, doesn't have nothing to say, Jesus didn't have nothing to say to them. I'm sure he had plenty to say, but he didn't say anything. So he openeth not his mouth. He was taken from prison and from judgment. <laughs> and who shall declare his generation? For he was cut off out of the land of the living. For the transgression of my people was he stricken. And he made his grave with the wicked. Y'all remember, do y'all remember um, when he was on the cross and they had the, I believe those were thieves 
on either side of him and one asked what did he have to do to be saved and you know or whatever and he you know he he told him he would join him in paradise do y'all remember that he was dying with people who actually sinned y'all come on now <laughs> can you imagine because I, I still see in these movies that he looks very soft. Even when he's going to the cross, he still looks very soft. He still looks very, hmm, I'm just so, you know what I mean? Even when, the, I'm, even when they have him flipping over tables, y'all, in the temple, he still looks soft. If if you're mad and you're angry, you first of all, you don't just go up in a in a temple and start flipping tables over, right? You got to be really 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 mad to go in somewhere and start flipping over tables and putting stuff in a disarray and causing some problems cuz you guys, I can attest for that. I've done that before. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. Naila Pennington sure has got mad and 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 threw a, a whole desk over y'all. I'm not talking about a school desk, a whole desk, a whole desk. Threw that mug over. Was stomping it, tearing that mug up. I was so mad. Okay, yes, I did. I know. I know. I did it. I did it. So I know how hard I was breathing. I know how mad and angry. I know how I was screaming at the top of my lungs. I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't flip the table over and say, and then go on about my business. That's not what I did. (laughs) So I just wish they would make these movies believable because it's just not believable to me. It's just not believable to me. And with the rich in his death. So, and he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. Because he had done no violence. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm tired, y'all. I really am tired, but I, I had to I had to come on. I was about to lay down, take a nap. I was reading my word. I was about to lay down and nap. I ain't going to get no rest before I go get her, am I? That's good, though, because then I'll be able to sleep when I get home. But, y'all, uh, <laughs> because he had done no violence, neither was any deceit in his mouth. <sighs> I don't know about y'all, but if I was Jesus... And I was having to die for these people who didn't seem to give a flying fart about me. I would be mad. I would be sad. The Bible does say be angry but sin not. You can you can be angry without sinning. He didn't swear. He didn't he didn't go kill people because he was mad. He didn't cuss nobody out. He didn't do none of that. But I'm sure 
He had to be angry. I'm sure he went through every emotion that there was on the negative end of the spectrum when it came down to having to die for these ungrateful, unbelieving, unrighteous people. Y'all, I'd be mad. I'd be crying. I'd be upset. Then I'd be repentant like, no, God, but your will be done. You get what I'm saying? He had to go through, you know, like humility and humbleness to to come back and say, no, God, not my will, but your will be done. So when I see these movies that show Jesus as this beautiful human being, I, I, it's it's just not it's just not believable to me and it makes me mad because have y'all ever wondered why they can tell these stories of Jesus Christ in um in Hollywood and different stuff like that because they're not giving you the full truth if it was the full truth they wouldn't want they would not do it okay they wouldn't show you that so I'm not here to say Jesus was black. I'm not here to say that. I don't know what color he was. But I know walking around in the heat all day, he wasn't pale. He could have been a lighter skin tone, but dark because of the sun. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, even white people get dark skin when they're in the sun like dark for them. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm sure he wasn't walking around with a with a comb or however they used to, you know, do their hair. I'm sure he didn't walk around with that. He might have had lint in his beard and his hair. Ha- uh, grass. Who knows? Y'all, because he didn't have no home to go to. He didn't have nowhere to lay his head. Y'all. When he went and got the disciples, he told them, don't even bring money with you. Did y'all know that? He, he said, don't even bring money with you. Now, I know that people knew that they did that, 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 you know what I mean? They said, you know, that um, the Bible said that uh, Jesus told them to leave things and, and come follow me. Let the, let the dead bury the dead, like leave everything. But he said even money. It said, don't even take money with you. So they had to literally, 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 (laughs) they had to literally walk by faith, y'all. That was a faith walk for real. They had to believe in his ability to take care of them. They had to believe in the power that he possessed. That's how we're supposed to walk every day. We're not supposed to sit around here and doubt. This doubt is not of God. He told us. His word tells us. When Jesus cursed that tree because there wasn't no figs on it, it wasn't nothing on there for him to eat. I think it was a fig tree. And he cursed it. 
He said, don't let anything else come from you at all because you, I'm hungry and you and you, you was not useful to me. You will never be useful. And they came back around and saw that tree and was like, Jesus, that tree that you was, that you said that to, it, man, it is withered up and died. He's like, no kidding. Like, yeah, I said it. Anybody who says things like this and, and says it and does not doubt in his heart, he shall have, you get what I'm saying? He going to do, the people that's coming after me, they're going to do greater works than this. They're going to, come on now, y'all. But we don't believe, we lack, we lack the, 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 the wisdom because we don't thoroughly educate ourselves on things. And, and and we lack the belief. We're supposed to be able to look at a mountain and say, be thou removed and cast into the sea. And it happens. Y'all, why is it not happening for us? Why are we having problems believing for our own spouses to come home? Come on now. That's not as big as 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 telling a mountain to be thou removed and cast into the sea. We're supposed to do greater works. And he did some great things. He was raising people from the dead. Y'all, when he died, he rose people. When he well, well y'all, when he died, when Jesus himself, when he died, he brought people to life. <laughs> Did y'all hear that? Y'all, it was like people was coming up out of the doggone tombs and up out of the come on, they was coming to life when his blood was spilt on that ground. Y'all come on, we're supposed to do greater works. Okay, I don't know. Somebody don't believe me out there. Well, you don't believe the word then. I ain't nothing but giving you the word. That's all I'm doing. I'm giving you the word. If you don't like it, take it up with Jesus. Take it up with God. Take it up with the Holy Spirit. That's on you. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. We're supposed to be doing more than just sitting around here begging and pleading for stuff. If God says that... um. It's done. It's already done. Why do we continue to beg? Talking to me too. Why do we continue to beg? If he says it's already done, think about the people in the Bible where, you know, Jesus wasn't even able to go physically to these people's homes. Somebody stopped Jesus and be like, hey, my son is dead. Hey, my daughter is dead or whatever. My granny dead, whoever dead. If you just say it, I know that they will live. I know they're going to be all right. I know they're going to be healed. And then Jesus says, okay, you, you believed. Now go. It's done. Now, what if the person turned around and said, are you sure? 
Now, is it really? Now, am I going to get back home? Wait, you might need to come with me. I want you to come with me. Because what if I get home and it don't work? What if I get home and they still dead? Then how do I find you? Because, you know, we ain't got no telephones. And I don't know where you're going to be at because you're on foot. And you're traveling and moving around, moving and shaking and everything. So, um, where can I find you at? Do you got a business card or something just in case this don't work out? No. Then do they didn't they did not doubt. The word of God says that if a man asks God of something, but yet he doubts, let that man not 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 believe that he's gonna receive anything. Cause he's double minded. He gonna ask for something that he feel like he can't have. Why are you asking then? Shut up. Why are you asking? Stop. Why are you asking? Don't ask me for something that you don't believe I can do for you or that you don't believe you're deserving of. Don't ask me. Because I'm going to do it. Don't ask me. But if you doubt, then you're unstable in all your ways. You're double-minded. Don't ask me for a thing. How dare you? That's an insult. Ask God for something and then be like, but are, are you sure? This is my imagination, God. Are you sure? Are you sure? You Are you sure, though? Like, for real? Like, I mean, I hear what you're saying, God, but I mean, it just, I just don't see how that's going to happen. Like, maybe if I were to, like, is there a way? Can you, can you just give me one more confirmation? Like, can you just, like, please, like, just, okay, 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 God, God, if... What you're saying is really real. Then this little cloth out here, this cotton out here in the morning, I want all around it to be dry, but let the thing be so like we be asking God for some stuff like, God, if it's really you, I've done it before. I've done it several times. I remember the first time. Y'all, this is crazy. This is crazy right here. Okay, so back to marriage. Okay. So, okay, so there was one time where my husband and I, we got into it big, 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 okay, big, and um, we separated, and it was bad, like real bad, to where he wasn't talking to me at all. And I didn't, this is the crazy part about it, you guys. I ain't even do nothing wrong. Um, actually, let me repent. God forgive me. I reacted to something he did. I reacted. So yes, I was wrong too. But the way I reacted was horrible. It was that whole flipping the, flipping, flipping the desk open. It was that, Okay. I was angry. Okay. So that was me reacting to something he did. Right? <laughs> so. <laughs> and it takes a lot. The crazy thing about it, it was completely out of my character. Because I'm, I'm, I'm very calm. It takes a lot for me to get angry. But when I do, I'm not nothing to play with. I'm going to say that again. 
It takes a very lot. It takes years of somebody doing something for me to go off. Or it takes a long time. It takes longer than the average person. Like, I'm not even exaggerating, you guys. It takes longer. I have more patience in me than a lot of people. People look, I don't see how you do it. I don't see how you that patient. I don't understand. How are you? I can take a lot. So I had reached a point. I had reached a climax of anger. So because of the way that I reacted, now he was mad at me. <laughs> now he mad at me. How 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 that how 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 that work? He was mad at me because of the way that I reacted, right? So so um <laughs> oh my goodness I'm about to run out of time so yeah so I was like he wasn't talking to me at all you guys like 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 now it was radio silence um and I was like trying to apologize and stuff and make things right like I knew he was wrong but I was trying to make my part of it right you know and so I was like <clears throat> repenting and asking him for forgiveness as well. And <clears throat> he wasn't trying to hear me. So I said, okay, God. And I think I've, I've said this part of, of the story before, but I was like, okay, God. Because we both believed that our marriage was predestined and designed, you know, and, and, and brought together by God. You know, it was, it was supernatural. Um, and it happened so quickly too. We got married after a little over 30 days. So it was just like, we knew. And so I was, I had been like praying and I was believing and, you know, I knew that God was going to restore, but I got scared and I was just like, okay, God, if it's really you, if it's really meant for us to be together, if this is really, if it's really your will, what I need you to do, and anybody who knows my husband, it's, it's, it's hard for him to apologize. You know, even if he's done a lot, it takes a lot for him to apologize. So I said, God, if it's really meant for us to be together, I'm asking that you have him contact me and apologize to me. Y'all. I, I, I just left it in God's hands. I said, I, I'm just going to leave it like that. You guys, I kid you not, within 30 minutes, within 30 minutes, like this man was not talking to me at all. Within 30 minutes, I received a long text message saying, I apologize. Forgive me for my part. I was like, oh, y'all, like no joke, no lie. Like <laughs> I was just like, wow. So God had given me the confirmation I needed. So it's like, why well, I'm still asking for confirmation now? You know what I'm saying? It's just like, you have to believe what you're asking God for. You have to believe. Now, in the beginning, he might play little games with you like that and be like, okay, fine, here. Okay, here. Okay, here. But after a while, he, come on now. I didn't give you all the signs. Can you just believe me? If you ain't trying to believe him after all that, then guess what? 
You're unstable in all your ways. Please don't expect nothing. But anyway, you guys, I am getting the red light on my recording saying that I am about to exceed 60 minutes and I cannot. I'm at 55.48. So it says to keep an eye on the clock, you guys. I don't want to be cut off. So anyway, <laughs> this is your girl, Naila, and I just came here to talk about a movie that I saw that I felt was not very accurate. And I would absolutely love if you are a movie a creator, a producer, whatever, can you please, please, please come up with a script? I'm not asking you to make him black. I'm asking you to look at the Bible, read the Bible, study the Bible, and come up with something accurate. Can you do that? I'm not telling you to make him with dreadlocks down his back and muscular and African-American. I'm not asking you to do that because I don't see that in the Bible. But who cares? But... I would like to see something more accurate. If you're going to depict him, do it right. Okay? So anyway, this is your girl, Naila. Thank you so much for coming and listening to The Marriage Chronicles, another episode. And I hope to see, well, to hear, well, I can't hear y'all or see y'all, but y'all can hear me very fine, okay? <laughs> and my picture might show on the thing. So you guys, y'all, please. Make sure and keep y'all attitudes in check. Come back and listen to my next episode. I'm sure it's going to be good. And y'all have a blessed and wonderful day, uh, night, evening, afternoon, morning, whatever. And, 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 and until next time, <laughs> peace. Have Instagram. Follow me at the Marriage Chronicles underscore for updates on when new episodes are available and much more. See you there.